<laughs> oh well. Oh well. We'll figure it out. It's we don't do these too often, so it's like trying to remember how everything's hooked up. I had to I was sitting down at eleven o'clock trying to get everything hooked back into where it was and, mm-hmm. and trying to remember all the different settings and yeah. So I should almost have direct written down for myself somewhere. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, should we do this? Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. Another episode of Bible Times with Pastor Jim and Mike, right? So I think uh I think this one's gonna be I don't know. This one this episode might be might be a little hard. I might just sit and listen to you for a little bit. And I might throw my, throw my input in once in a while. I don't know. I don't. I might get overwhelmed with it. Um, I was thinking the same thing. I'll listen to you a little bit. Oh, you think so? Okay. Well, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I think I'm a lot better at answering questions instead of just talking or just speaking what's on my mind. You know. Okay. So I think just with this stuff. I mean, because I start my, I I might go off on tangents. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll see how it goes, but. I suppose for everyone listening, right, we'll just get right into it. I mean, I think the topic for this week is going to be mental health. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess in in my life, and especially the, since 2020, um, I think I've dealt, I've had a lot of uh, run-ins and dealings with mental health issues on my end. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose most everybody has, right? I mean, that's when COVID started and. Mm -hmm. and all that so um you know i dealt with my own demons i'm sure you dealt with yours your family my family everybody has but um yeah let's let's dive into it shall we let's do it uh i was looking at what's that should we open with prayer yes please okay heavenly father lord we we thank you for who you are we thank you for your love your grace your mercy your joy all the fruits of the spirit, all the things that you have blessed us with. Lord, we just take time out of our busy day to look at a topic today that affects a lot of people. Uh, some people understand it a little bit better than others. But most importantly, we look to you, we look to your word to get some type of direction, purpose, meaning, and instructions, Lord. And today we ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to not only dwell in us, but to give us understanding so that we can apply what we learn to our Christian walk and so that we can represent you, Lord God, the best way we can. And that's following the leading of your spirit. We ask it all in Jesus' name. And we said together, amen. 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 Thank you. So I got your document opened up here. Okay. And I was reading it trying to prepare. And then I started, I kind of went off on my own little, my little venture as I was reading your document. Okay. Um, so I was looking, I was looking at some scriptures too. Maybe we could chat about okay. a little bit. One, one, I think that really stands out and it's something that my wife always talks about too. So I'll, I'll throw that in later. I was just, uh, just kind of throwing that out there, but yeah. Yeah. Start, cool. start it out. Let's go. Okay. Well, let's get into some of the questions that I had and, you know, people say I'm thinking out loud, but these are some of the questions. It was basically four questions that I had that maybe we can tackle with scripture and just with our opinions um, and with some of the background that we that we both have. 
Question number one, what is the root cause for mental health? What is the root cause for mental health? Or should we say mental illness? Mental illness. Are you asking me? Yeah. I just, I <laughs> Where do you have an answer? <laughs> and, and I know I with, with your background, you had to deal with such cases. You know, you, you had to deal with such behavior. So you might have a uh, a more technical term that I that I can find. Oh, I, no, I have no, <laughs> I, have, no okay. I have no idea what causes it. I mean, I have I have my own ideas, you know, and just from what I've seen working at, in law enforcement, I mean, I think, I, I guess if we're going to speak outside of, of religion in the Bible and Christianity, you look at, you know, I, a lot of things start off you know, in the home, right? So you're going to have, um, I think you're going to have a tough home life. So I guess I'm speaking from maybe people or kids at a young age, right? They grow mm-hmm. up in a broken home, right? And that just creates issues in itself. So when they get older, they don't, you know, they go down these juveniles, they go down different paths, which leads to maybe chemical dependency. Mm-hmm. Um, that alters brain chemistry and, and all that. And, and then now that just perpetuates into bigger issues down the road, uh, maybe permanent damage to the brain. Um, mm-hmm. And that creates an, a mental illness, right? I used okay. to work at a prison too. In a, and, and there was some mental illness there, let me tell you. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was chemical dependency. Okay. Um, I think, you know, that's, that's one path. Another path is just, Nowadays, everything is so everything is so out there for people to see with social media. Yeah. I don't think kids have a way to vent anymore, or, mm. or not, not. I'm sorry, not vent. I don't think kids have a way to relax. Right? If you and I had a bad day at school, mm-hmm. you know something really embarrassing happened, or we were being picked on, or whatnot, we could come home into our safe place and. and yeah. And we could relax and at least prepare for the next day. Yeah. Um, now with social media, mm-hmm. it's the bullying. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. Your kids are yeah. phones are blowing up. Right. So yeah. I think that is another cause of mental illness. Just never always being in the spotlight. Okay. Um, okay. I think trauma, I think trauma uh, you know, uh, childhood trauma. Like I think it kind of goes back to the first point you have, um, fatherless homes, I guess, right? You have, or you have a home with, you know, fathers and mothers who are abusive and, and that, that causes some sort of chemical imbalance or some kind of damage to the brain, a, a physical damage, I think. Mm-hmm. And it just creates this, this, this mental illness growing up, you know? Okay. I should, I should say, I, we should have started this off with, we're not professionals. <laughs> so anyone listening to this podcast <laughs> this is just this is just two dudes talking, right? Just trying to solve the world's problems the best we can. Um, we're not giving any medical diagnoses or anything, right? Right. <laughs> we're not doing that, but we are. <clears throat> we are talking about the issues and things that maybe we could look at the Bible and see what kind of understanding we can get to to deal with it. So, 
mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, when these are disturbed, when these relationships are are disturbed, that's what can kind of bring on a mental illness. Do we kind of agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Basically what you just said the, the last few minutes was something happened that can cause a disturbance. Yep. You know, and, and rightfully so. If a person experienced something that's unnatural or something that's uh, a high degree of, of criminal activity or whatever the case may be, uh, there's some things that if we see it or hear it, it's going to disturb us and it can affect our, our minds. Uh, the book of John, third, the third, uh, third John, there's first John, second John, third John, but third John chapter two, well, there's only chapter, there's only one chapter. Third John two reads, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. And so even the Bible can show you that it is a it is possible in this fallen world that we live in after Adam and Eve sinned it just opened the world to all sorts of uh corruption all sorts of uh natural disasters or even within our bodies our bodies change and so when Adam and Eve sinned, sin came into the world. We live in a fallen world. Uh, a so-called good person can experience bad things. Um, even the Lord Jesus Christ, when he came to this world, he experienced everything that we experienced, betrayal. He experienced the lies. He, he experienced being hated on. He experienced love. He exper experienced a lot of things. He even cried. Shortest verse in the Bible is Jesus wept. And so I think today is just, we're just trying to get a, a better understanding. Now to my question, I hate to answer my own question, but <laughs> what is the root cause? <laughs> the root cause of mental illness, it is sin. It is sin. Sin will always destroy. Sin will always destroy the, the end result of sin. It is destruction. Remember, remember what God told Adam and Eve? The day that you eat of that tree, you shall surely what? You die. tell me. <laughs> yeah, die. You shall surely die. That was the first sin. They, they sinned against God. They ate of that, that fruit. He told them, the day you do it, you shall surely die. Spiritually, we died. And then that brought forth a physical death. Man was created to live forever and ever. Our bodies were created to live forever and ever. But when sin came into the picture, it brought forth death. So I got a question on that. Yep. Maybe slightly off topic. But so Adam and Eve, did they have at that time the perfect bodies that that like we will inherit when we go to heaven? Did they have those bodies or were they almost like a um, a different version that were corrupted by sin then? Yes. And it became what we have now. That's a good question. It, 
it's a different version. It was like the the it was a perfect body because sin wasn't really into the world yet. Um, it, it was they were in paradise. The ground was not hard. Remember, God cursed the ground. He cursed a lot of things, and then things changed. He said that man has become like us, like like God, little gods. They know now. They know good from evil. The future bodies that we're going to get when we go to heaven is called a glorified body. And so that is a little different than what Adam and Eve was. But when they bought bit of that fruit, everything changed when God brought down the, the, the judgment and the curse. And then there, there are uh, biblical scholars, and I'm kind of one of them that believe when they ate that fruit, it wasn't an apple, it was a grape. And the Bible talks about the blood of the grape. That's when blood became part of the human body. And it says flesh and blood, but he says, when we go to heaven, it'll be flesh and bone. Yeah. And so good question. Um, I think that, that that is a big part of mental illness is the bodies that we have. We're now, because of Adam and Eve, we do have a natural, corrupt, human nature body. It, we're prone. Sin is in our DNA. Because of one man, Adam, all became made sinners. All men were made sinners, but one man, Jesus Christ, we can all be made righteous. Let me give you another example of how I believe that sin is the root cause of mental illness. Uh, if you look at uh, Daniel, the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 4, verse 27, and this is the story of Daniel and uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar was a great king. He accomplished so much, and he was so prideful that God basically caused him to lose his mind. We will call that mental health. We will call that mental illness, a, me a mental health issue, mental illness. But let me just read it here. And, and here's, I think, a, a nugget. It says, uh, Daniel chapter 4, verse 27, Wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, unto thee. So Daniel's saying, oh, king, just hear me out. Let me give you some advice. And here's the advice that Daniel, which was a prophet of God, God used Daniel. He gave Daniel's vision. Daniel saw the future. He saw a lot. Daniel could interpret dreams. And this is the same Daniel that was in the lion's den. So he says here, uh, let me counsel, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee and break off thy sins. Daniel was saying to this king who was in a, he, he was, he was a madman. He was like a, he was acting like an animal. He was crawling on all four. His nails grew very long. He was eating hay. He was out in the wilderness. He went from this splendid, the, the splendor of a, a great king who accomplished so much to acting like an animal. And that's usually huh. a lot of, that's what we will call someone who's dealing with mental illness. Yeah. So Daniel says, break off thy sins. Break off the sins. Get rid of the sins by righteousness. Basically, replace this sinful mindset that you have 
with righteousness and thine iniquities be showing be showing mercy to the poor <clears throat> if it may be in lengthen lengthening of thy tranquility so i think the nugget there is if a person's going to go off into a sinful state where they and, and let's be honest pride is probably one of the biggest sin i was going to say it almost sounds like king Nebuchadnezzar, right? That's I said yeah. it right. He yeah. was almost like drunk with power, right? It's like yes. he's he got so powerful that what else is there to achieve, right? Because when people become prideful and they want that's all they want is power, right? They keep getting yeah. power, power. Well, when you have all of the power, what's the next step? Nothing. There's there's nothing you can't when you can't go any higher, mm -hmm. that's when like you said, like the mental health maybe starts kicking in, right? Like yeah. the brain can't handle that. Yeah, I don't know, and 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 that's true. And and if you look at here's this, I'm gonna give a stereotype, or should I say, based on what I have observed, my 46 years on this planet, a lot of people who we say have mental illness, or who we say are just crazy, a lot of them have so much pride, so much pride you can't tell them anything. They can't work well with others. It's hard to live with them. A lot of them can't hold down a job for a long period of time. And so pride, which is a sin, it can cause mental illness. It can cause a bad situation. This pride is saying, I don't need God. I, I, I could do it all on my own. I got everything together. You can't teach me nothing. I know it all. I understand, understand. You know, you bringing that up, do you know who I think of right away or who uh -oh. popped in my head? Uh oh. No, 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 no. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's when we were doing the street ministry. Yep. It was the guy, um, and I forget his name, but it was the, it was the, um, that real tall, thin, dude um and he had that the girl with the black eye yep yep um he popped in my head i he he listened he sat and listened to you but mm -hmm. then right after when we were leaving do you remember he all of a sudden had all of his own answers mm -hmm. and yep. and I, I remember going oh man like did you really listen to everything you pastor Jim said, or mm -hmm. was he just kind of like, Oh, okay. But then at the end, when we walked away, that's when he came in and he had all these ideas of money. Remember? Yeah. He's like, well, and he, he's, he, I think he was trying to quote scripture, but he didn't really, he didn't know, but he was trying to twist it to his own, his yeah. own way. Yeah. Um, yeah. very much. It was very much like, like the way I understood or the way I kind of interpreted his, what he was trying to say was, it was very, it was, it wasn't his fault. It was, well, it's money. It's this, it's that. It's not me. You know, it's, it's this. Yeah. It was just very, it just had that, that spirit of pride when he was talking. Yeah. Like he didn't want to help himself. He didn't want to, he just, it was, it was money. It was just, yeah. And that's what it is. It's a spiritual problem. I think mental illness is a spiritual problem. It's a spiritual problem to the point where it's manifested out in the open 
and a lot of people can see it. A lot of people can can uh, under they, they can they can see it. They can feel it. The world calls it good vibes. The world calls it negativity. But the Bible calls it sin, and that's a spiritual thing. So to, right. to, so to the question, I, I believe that uh, the root cause of a mental illness is, is sin. And think about this, Brother Mike. Sin is so important. It is so crucial Shouldn't you, shouldn't a person have mental, a mind problem if you reject God? Yeah. Yeah. You reject the creator of heaven and earth, his wisdom, all that he has, who he, he's the author of life. He's the beginner, the, the, he's the alpha and omega, the author and the finisher of our faith. If you reject him, yeah, you, you're gonna be crazy. You're gonna you're gonna suffer some mental. I mean, that decision alone is crazy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I got a question for you. Or sorry, yeah, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay, so let's let, let's dive into this. So let's let's dive into me real quick. Let's dive into my issues, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to relate them because I I'm very what you said. Like it, it, it's interesting. I want to get your take, and I, I want you to be a hundred percent real. I don't want you to uh -oh. sugarcoat any of this. I want you to, uh -oh. I want you to diagnose me. How about that? How about that? Right. So, no. So, I mean, for, I guess I'm a little ashamed, but I talk about it. Um, you know, I was diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder in 2020. I think it, it would have been 2020, 2021, maybe. Okay. Um, I. So you you talking about like you know you said a stereotype right, um, a certain person that is prideful. So now would you relate that to? How would you relate that to someone like me that was diagnosed with post traumatic stress syndrome? Is that prideful? Would that would I have been a prideful mind at time? And don't sugarcoat it. Tell me the truth because yeah. I, I think in your line of work. What you experienced was not natural. And for you to carry that burden on your own? Nah, man. Most, most human beings can't carry all of that burden, the, the stress, the, 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 all the personalities that you encountered, all of the, the emergencies, the, the stress level, can't carry that by yourself. And if you back then were going to do it on your own instead of turning to God, yeah, you're going to be diagnosed with whatever they diagnose you with. But I think there are some officers out there who, and I know a, I know a bunch of officers. Yeah. One of them called me crying a few months ago, crying, tears. His, his faith was shaken. The things that he saw, he was like, man, I know there's a God, but how can he allow this to happen? Officers, you guys see the end result at the highest level of sin. 
You guys see the end result of, of a person thinking of a, a, a sin. They actually think about it and they actually go do it. And then and then a death or, or a hospital situation. So I would say your line of work, what you experience, if you don't take that burden to the Lord, yeah, man, you 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 you're gonna suffer some mental illness with that. Now, if you bring that to the Lord and rely on him, let him be your strength, the word tells us that you can do all things through Christ who, what, strengthens you. You can take those issues, those burdens to the Lord in prayer, and he will be your, your redeemer. He will be your, your, uh, your bridge over troubled water. He will be your buckler. He will be your, your God, that well that'll never run dry. <laughs> and so before you start coming to our church, I, in my opinion, I think that's what you were doing. You were carrying it all by yourself, which you no human being can really carry all of that and, and think that everything is just okay. Yeah, I think you're 100% spot on. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I've never put the two together, but... Mm -hmm. I think I think you're you're right. It's that would you say that that is prideful thinking that a person can handle it on their own? Is yeah, that what you're kind of getting at? That's our culture, that's our country. You know yeah. what I mean? Be a man, man up. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. turn to alcohol, a lot of people turn to drugs, a lot of people yep. turn to a lot of different things to cover it, to patch it up. But the truth is, no, you got to you got to take that to the Lord. You got to give that to the Lord. Yeah, you got to allow I His agree. Holy Spirit to renew your mind, to to renew you. You know, and that's why I pray so hard for law enforcement and officers. Is it, it Romans thirteen? That is a position ordained by God, and so God ordained that position. And I believe everyone in law enforcement and government. You need to stay closely connected to God for your strength. Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. It's a spiritual, it's a spiritual part of the job, a component of it. You just I can't often wonder I, I wonder how life would be right now for me if I would have been more spiritual or if I would have been if I would have read the Bible and 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 been a Christian prior to prior to 2020. I wonder if it would have how uh if I'd still be working. Um because I would have had that strength. I would have had that knowledge. I mm -hmm. would have had um I would have had that tool set to get me through some of those really bad times. Yeah. Um because I didn't have any I had nothing. I had I mean okay that that sounds bad. I had a lot, right? I had family, I had friends, mm -hmm. but I mean, I guess pride put that stuff away and mm -hmm. I didn't see that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I would have been a, a spiritual person, I think I, I think I would have gotten through And If I can read something real quick, Go so ahead. like this is something that Tiff always brings up. My wife, she mm -hmm. always brings up, um, I, I believe it's first Corinthians 10, 13. Mm -hmm. uh, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as a com such as is common to man. But mm -hmm. God is faithful, who will not suffer you 
to be tempted above that ye are able. Mm -hmm. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. So when I read that, so I think, you know, that's King James version. Yeah. Talk. So it's, it's a little harder to understand. Right. But I think what that's really saying is that God will not give you more than you can handle. Right. right? And I look back in the past or during that time, and that's true. I got through it. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I would have been more spiritual and I would have read the Bible, I think I would have, he would have, he would have given me the strength to get through that maybe better. And I would still be working. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know, but, but maybe this is the path you wanted me to be on. Cause maybe I never would have been on this podcast. Maybe I never would have met you. Maybe I never would have met, you know, who knows, right? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But, I don't but know. The, the, the important part is you, you recognize that now, you know, yeah. that you needed a, a spiritual help, a, a spiritual Big strength to, to deal with some of the spiritual things that you were up against and what you experienced. Yeah, big time. Big it's time. not just a regular job. There's a spiritual component <laughs> at the highest levels. Yeah. The highest levels. And so actually, and, and that goes a good segue into Mark chapter five. Um, I'll I'll pick it up at verse one. I'll I'll kind of go. I should have made this print a lot bigger. <laughs> uh, it says here, Mark chapter five, verse one, and they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gardeans. If I'm saying that right, and when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. So this is Jesus and his disciples. Uh, Jesus in particular, verse two, Jesus comes out of the ship and immediately there he met out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. That word tombs mean a cemetery. Okay. How many people in their right mind <laughs> are hanging out in cemeteries? But it says here he had an unclean spirit. And Mike, we're going to use you for this example because it's, it's, it's prime. You were dealing with unclean spirits. Look, look at this guy. On that job, you encountered all sorts of people with unclean spirits. Look at first, verse uh, 3. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. With these unclean spirits, he, he hung around the, the cemetery and no one could really contain him. They couldn't arrest him. They couldn't do anything with him. Look at verse four. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. He had some supernatural power. I was listening to a podcast last week of an officer talking about a 13-year-old girl. Three officers couldn't barely put the handcuffs on her. She she got some kind of supernatural uh, strength. I think she was on drugs. And three, three grown male officers could barely put the handcuffs on her. Let me keep going. And... 
And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones, causing harm to himself. Our topic is mental illness. A lot of people, they cause harm to themselves. That's what these unclean spirits want to do, is to, to, to kill you. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's to yourself and others. God loves you, but the devil wants to kill, steal, and destroy. Verse 6, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him. That's a huge scripture right there. Remember how we talked about mental illness and most people who suffer from this, a lot of them have a huge amount of pride. A lot of them, they won't come to Jesus. Go to church. Are you kidding me? Read the Bible? No. With that pride, they're like, no, I got it. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do this and this. And they won't even come. But this guy here, who we will call was crazy, whatever term they give, we will call him that. But when he saw Jesus, he ran and worshiped him. And I got to say this too, Brother Mike, as a pastor, as people who are saved, you just can't go around praying for people and casting devils out of them like they did before. Why? Because if a person wants that devil to, to inhouse, if they want to inhouse that, that devil or that unclean spirit, we can't override that. That unclean spirit has jurisdiction. It is a choice. Most people, they want this darkness. They want this unclean spirit inside of them. They don't want the life, the light. They don't want the truth. This guy ran to Jesus. Most people with mental illness, they run away from Jesus. And he worshiped him. What do you think about that so far? It's it's so powerful. It it's you know, if there's any cops or military or first responders or anybody who's who's listening to this, I mean, we've all you, if you could, you know, you could be on the job for six weeks and you have met, you have been involved in a situation like you, like, like these scriptures you're reading, you mm -hmm. have met someone under the influence or possessed, right. Or that acts like this. I mean, I got stories that are popping up in my head that I've witnessed that have seen this exact behavior. Right. And it's like, if anybody who doesn't believe the Bible is real, I mean, they, they, they need to read like this scripture because this paints a perfect picture of even, I mean, you open up Twitter, you don't have to be a cop or a first responder to have seen this behavior. You open up Twitter or Instagram and people are going to be videotaping this situation of like, you know, homeless people in the streets doing this same behavior. This is real, right? Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is real behavior. This is real. And it's been going on for, mm -hmm. well, it's 2000 years, right? So, so brother Mike, when you were, in law enforcement, did you have this understanding that, like in verse, uh, what was it, unclean spirit? What, what verse was that where it says, un yeah, verse two, did you understand that you would be dealing with unclean spirits on a day-to-day -day basis with your job? 
so that that's hard to uh, yes, but not from a biblical point of view. So was I aware that I was going to be dealing with mentally unstable or people or with you know people that suffer from mental illness? Absolutely, right? That's you go mm-hmm. through school, they run you through scenarios. I worked mm-hmm. at a prison before that, so I saw it, so I was prepared. But I didn't have a a, a Bible mindset. I didn't have a, a a Christian mindset, so I never looked at it as an unclean spirit. Right? You just see okay. it as times of today. I got to tell you a story real real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. And um, me and my my old partner still talk about this story. So <laughs> and and so now, but now this was before. I would say I went on, on my Christian walk. So we would joke and say, this woman was possessed. Like what we saw that day was a possessed woman, but you're kind of mm-hmm. talking, you know, you're kind of joking when you say that. Mm-hmm. But now with my, with my Christian glasses on, <laughs> I, I'm like, no, that woman was possessed. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I'll just, I'll, I'll just do a quick version. So, um, and my dealt with this, this female a ton. Right. So I only, I dealt with her one time. And I was always thinking when I was talking to my partner, like when she would tell me about her, I'm like, no way. Like you're, you're exaggerating. No, <laughs> not at all. When I saw her. So it was at a wedding. Um, and we, we, it was like a wedding on a golf course. So mm-hmm. we go there and, um, we're dealing with other issues. It's kind of a wild wedding, man. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. So anyways, <laughs> but we got a report of this female, you know, kind of in like distress or, kind of just acting weird, right? So we go over there and it's this female that my partner was was familiar with. And she's hit me in the ribs, my partner going, that's her, that's her. You know, I'm not going to give her name out, but that's her. And I'm like, oh boy, we're in for a treat. Oh man. So like all joking aside, um, she was laying in the middle of a golf course field, right? And she was literally speaking in stuff I couldn't even understand. Right. Mm-hmm. And the movements her body made was something almost like a, uh, you know how like a puppet or a marionette is. So like it could be laying on the ground, but if the marionette, the guy, you know, just lifts the strings, the, the, mm. the puppet rises, wow. uh, the female did this and it like defied all like logic of gravity, you know, everything. And she just lifted herself and she was flopping and she was and. And kind of like uh, the other officer or the podcast you were listening to were just, you know, a crazy amount of strength. Yes. It was female. Same thing. We could not contain her. It took four or five cops, you know, and and it's just, oh, man, it's just so, yeah. So I it, it, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, that one really stuck with me because yeah. of the, you know, and at the time, we were, we had to laugh about it. Cause that was the only way if we didn't laugh, we'd cry. Right. Mm-hmm. So we would joke about it and be like, shoot. Yep. We wrestled a demon that night, you know, oh, uh, you know, but now sitting mm-hmm. here and mm-hmm. thinking about it, like, yeah, I, I literally wrestled a demon. Yeah. And, and so reading Mark, um, it's like, it, this is this is like you know if people read the Bible they're like well is it literal or is it figure you know figurative or whatever it's, it's literal this, this especially this part is literal, real <laughs> deal. This, this is the real deal because I've seen this and any other first responder I mean people in general but I'm just speaking with with my cop hat on have mm-hmm. seen this 
multiple times in their career. And it's it's scary, man. It's scary. And it was uh, it's an unclean spirit. That's what the Bible calls it. We call it crazy, loony, mental yep. illness. But you and your officers on a daily basis were you you know daily basis or occasionally dealing with a spiritual problem. Yeah. So you need a you need a spiritual strength to help you get through that or to bounce back from that. And so we're back at Mark here. And so I want to reiterate that this person, this man who we call crazy, mentally ill, when he saw Jesus, he ran and worshiped him. If we could encourage any listener, if you know someone, if you're that person who's dealing with mental issues or mental illness, whatever it is, We can't say it loud enough. Run to Jesus. Pray Amen. to him. Call out to him. Worship him. Open up that Bible and start reading what he did for you. He loved you so much. He knew everything about you. All your sins, when he was on that cross, was future. He died for all those sins. And wait till we get to the end of the story. I love the ending of the story. Yeah, yeah. I love the ending of it. And, and we can say, we can guarantee that if you accept the free gift of God's salvation, Jesus Christ provides it. If you believe the gospel that Jesus Christ died on the cross for all your sins, was buried and rose again the third day, God will save you. God will save you and your life will be transformed. You will go through a sanctification process. I'm going to preach on that Sunday. That's a, that's a little, uh, I love it. A little warning. <laughs> a, little go. a little preview. Well, spoiler so, alert. So yeah, spoiler alert. So we encourage <laughs> those. We can have, we can have this as a solution. This is the solution above all solutions. This is the advice above all advice. When run to Jesus by faith, he can see you, he can hear you, pray to him, open up his word. By faith, believe what he did on that cross, that that's all that needed to be done for you. It, it, it's, it's God's gift. He'll take all your sin, he'll give you his righteousness, and you can start a brand new relationship with him. So verse six, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him. He didn't want to argue with Jesus. He didn't want to disagree with Jesus. Even though he had an unclean spirit. Even though he was doing crazy things in the cemetery and hurting himself, the, the human spirit within him was enough to, to acknowledge that that was Jesus, to run to him and worship him. So that tells you that that evil, unclean spirit, it can be in there, but it can't override what Christ can do for you. And it can't stop you from coming to Jesus. Verse 7, and, cry, and, and cried. So he ran to Jesus and he worshiped him and cried with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, the Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee, my God, by God, 
that thou torment me not. Now, this is the unclean spirit doing the talking, but the man that who have, we have a human spirit, we have a soul, we have a mind, we have a body. The body inhouses everything. That's why Romans chapter 12, verse one and two says, uh, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a what? Living sacrifice. When you present the body, it's presenting everything, body, soul, spirit, and mind. So he runs to Jesus, but we see here that the unclean spirit's doing the talking. And it says, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? This unclean spirit recognizes the truth that Jesus Christ is the son of God. A lot of people don't want to acknowledge that. It's uh, November 7th, 2023. It's a month after October 7th, 2023. We know what happened over in Israel. But let's be honest, both uh, Israel, the Jews, and the Muslims, Hamas, they don't acknowledge that Jesus Christ, the majority of them, don't acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. That's square number one. If you get square wrong, everything else is going to be wrong. Little side note, let's keep going. So he says, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. This unclean spirit knew who had the upper hand and knew what Jesus could do to him. Look at verse number eight. For he said unto him, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Now Jesus is talking back to him, come out. And, he's, and he asked him, what is thy name? Here's another side note, brother Mike, stop me at any time. We talk about pronouns. <laughs> My pronoun is us, they, uh, whatever. Is, are they telling us, is this identical to what we're reading about? Jesus says, what is thy name to the unclean spirit? And he answered, saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. A lot of these pronouns, people, they're saying that they are multiple, plural. <laughs> yeah, two, two spirit. What is that? It's two. Yeah. Are they being honest and saying that they are an unclean spirit? Is that what you're really saying to us? Another side note. Let's keep going. I want to get to the end of this. <laughs> and he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. They know that Jesus has the authority. And for the believer, for your body, your body is a living temple, which houses the Holy Spirit, your spirit, your soul, your mind. But we see here that Christ has the authority of that. And if you are saved, no unclean spirit can stay in your body. It, you're sealed, Ephesians chapter three, uh, Ephesians chapter one, I'm sorry. Verse 14 and 15, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. So no unclean spirit can get in there. Verse 11, now there were there was there nigh unto the mountain a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, 
saying, send us into the swine that, th that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. There's death again. Verse uh, 14, and they that fed the swine fled. All right, people around, people who were feeding the swine, they fled and told in it the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and, and see him with, all right, let me start over. My eyes is, woo, I should have made this 14. <laughs> I, I have it pulled up on a bigger document if you want me to finish it. Let me do 14 and 15 okay. and I'll, I'll get it over to you. <laughs> and they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. So verse 16, that same possessed man we will call crazy, mental illness, loony, whatever, because he ran to Jesus and worshiped him, Jesus told those unclean spirits to get out of them. First, he asked, what, what were their names? It's a spiritual thing going on. And they said they were a legion. He cast them out. They went into the swine. The swine went down the hill and they went into the sea and they died. But I love this picture here. Here's the end result. You come to Jesus. You come to, to accept him, the, all that he has. And he can heal your mental illness. What do you think about that, Brother Mike? Sorry, my eyes kind of got a little best of no, me there. Go ahead. No, I got to no, get some glasses. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's so, power, it's so powerful. Um, have, have you seen the movie Nefarious? No. What year did it come out? Oh, I think it just came out last year. No, I didn't see it yet. You had, oh, that's your homework. You have okay. to watch that. Nefarious, um, nefarious, yeah. Is it still it's, in you movie can, theaters, or I gotta? Well, no, you, you can rent it on on wherever. Okay, I think. Um, so I encourage everyone to watch that movie. It is so good. Um, I don't want to ruin it, but basically, basically, it's this this um this guy who's on death row, and. Um, this new, this, uh, I don't know what he is. He's a psychiatrist or something like that. He has to come in and they do like a final evaluation before, um, before the, the inmate goes on and, and gets, um, electrocuted or, or whatever, right? Gets sentenced to death. Okay. So he's got like, I don't know, he's got like 24 hours to, to make his decision to, to say whether the inmate is unfit for death, that if he's, if he's crazy Mm -hmm. Or if he's sane, because I, I I guess the difference is if he's if he's sane he gets electrocuted. If he's if he's deemed mentally ill, then he doesn't he doesn't do the death penalty, right? So, um, 
so the whole movie is just this inmate and this psychiatrist in the in the in the cell block talking. Okay. And the inmate is and and you don't know really, you don't know what's going on, but he says he's possessed and he says he's a demon. So he mm-hmm. talks as as the inmate and then as the demon to the psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist is not a believer. So the psychiatrist is trying to d- decide whether it's mental illness or not. Okay. So that's the whole movie. I mean, it's okay. not there's no action, there's no anything. It's just a guy, two guys talking. And okay. it's <laughs> it's it's creepy. And and it's it's this. It's basic it's almost like they took this story mm-hmm. or this book in the Bible and made a, a movie out of it. It's Okay. I'm gonna watch it's, it. It's very <laughs> oh yeah, you would you would yeah, you you will find it super interesting. I wish you would have seen it because I, I got a question about it, but now I, I we gotta wait we gotta wait till after you watch the movie. Okay, all right. Because I don't want to spoil it. And for people who haven't seen it, um, it's not it's. I think it's a Christian movie, you know, maybe a Christian producer or whatever. But it's it was in theaters. It's not one of those like you know people are like I don't want to watch a, a Christian movie because it's going to be lame. It's going to be low budget. No, this is. This is a legit horror movie, and and with with some with some Christian background in it, so it's it's pretty intense. Okay, yeah, you got to watch it. So, but yeah, it, it's very on par with very on par with with mental illness and and or spiritual problems. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, you gotta watch it. You gotta. You should actually call in sick the rest of the day to work, and you should stay home and watch it. I think. <laughs> we gotta work. We gotta. We gotta get going here. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you finish? What were we at? Fourteen or oh, fifteen? Uh, I think we just read sixteen. Okay. Um. I'll I'll reread sixteen. So sixteen, okay. and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil, and also concerning the swine. So 17, and they began to pray him to depart out of their coasts. Want me to keep going? Yeah, just go to 20. Okay, 18. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. So the possessed guy was like, let me come with you, Jesus. You you saved me. You know what I mean? I'm... I'm yeah. no longer with this mental. Let me let me roll with you. Where, where you go, I go. You know. What I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's what us, those who are saved. If somebody's listening to this, you know, like these Christians, that's what we are. It, it, we were this before we met Jesus. We we believe in Him now. We're saved now. We just want to do. We want to be wherever He is. We want to be around like-minded believers we want to anything about we want to learn we want to study we want to we want to be in his presence we're going to live with him forever but it's all about him and i i think this guy who was crazy was like he was hanging out in cemeteries hurting himself kill, cutting himself and and why wouldn't you want to be with the savior the one who saved you and cast that unclean spirit out keep going man keep going i'm sorry i'm sorry no, that's good. That's good. Um, da, 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 da. Was that 18? So 19. Oh, these are big words. 
how by how bit Jesus oh, how suffered? Be it, how, be it, how be it? How be it? How be it? Yep. Jesus suffered him not, mm-hmm. but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. So basically, 20. go go tell everybody what I did. Yeah, yeah. And that's what that's what most Christians. That's why we are always talking about Jesus. We're so excited what he has done for us, what he's doing, and what he's going to do in the future. All right, go ahead. 20. And he departed and began to publish in De- De- uh, Decapolis? Yeah. Decapolis? yeah. Almost, Decapolis. Like Almost like yeah. Minneapolis. Almost like Minneapolis. Yeah, Decapolis. Decapolis, <laughs> how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Did marvel. Yep. Before the movie or the company Marvel, they were marveling what Jesus did on the earth. Let, can I give a few suggestions before we before we end? Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about pride. Uh, Proverbs 16, 18 reads, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. James chapter four, verse six says, but if, uh, but we, but he, giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but give grace unto the humble. You know what? I, I realize I got to hold this the sheep further away. I can see it better than up close. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, we also talked about uh, mental illness and, and where it began. It started with Adam. Uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 8 through 10 reads, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking. They heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Notice when you sin against God, we're going back to sin. It destroys, but not only does it, does, not only does it destroy, it causes a relationship problem. And we're going to read here, Adam's going to say in verse 10, he was afraid. And the Lord God called to Adam and said unto him, where art thou? Where are you at, Adam? Where where, where are you hiding? Where are you? We were cool. We were were on on a good relationship term. But now that you sinned, you ran and you hid. And so God is like, where art thou? Where are you? Verse 10, and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Sin causes these mental problems. In your line of work, you were dealing with people who were flat out afraid because their relationship with God was not what it should should have been. Why do people act a certain way? Why do they turn to these? Well, a lot of things, even with Adam back then, when you sin, your relationship with God is changed. And that's what God was like, where, where are you at? We always met around the same time. We, we, we talked face to face, but why are you hiding? And that's another spiritual part of sin that causes a mental illness or problem. And so if I can give encouragement based on our time, and I'll, 
I'll hand it over back to you, Brother Mike. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 9 is very encouraging. Now, this is for the believer. This is for those who are saved. Brother Mike, if you did get back into your line of work, this would be a scripture that you would want posted on your on your at your locker at work or you know a picture at home. This will continue to keep you encouraged and focused. It says Philippians 4. Chapter 4, verse 6 through 9, be careful for nothing. Basically, be careful means don't be anxious. Don't have anxiety for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. When you go through those tough times and you see these things, come with God with thanksgiving. First of all, saying, thank you, God, that I can have a relationship with you. Thank you that I can bring these things to you. And present your requests and your supplications. Those are things that you can actually talk to God and say, hey, this happened today. This is going wrong. This is a problem. You can bring it from A to Z to God. And look what verse 7 says. Well, let me finish 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Let God know. Talk to God. Pray to him. Verse 7, and the peace of God. If you did go back, you will now go back with the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. You have a guarantee here from God if you're saved. When you when you don't have to you don't have to hold that anxiety, you don't have to hold those problems. You can present it by prayer and supplications. You can let your request be made known unto God. And when you do that, it's like this burden just gets off your shoulders. And the peace of God, the peace of God, the God, the peace that God gives you is greater than any peace you can ever experience. And the peace of God, it belongs to God. God will give it to you, which passeth all understanding. We try to figure everything's out with our, with our understanding. We try, we're thinkers. We try to plan it all out. When you spend time with God in prayer and you lay it out before him, God will give you this peace and this peace It'll pass your understandings and it shall keep your hearts and minds. Remember, we talked about how your body and house, your soul, your spirit, your mind and your heart. Those are your inward parts. The, those are the spiritual parts, components that we make up. Our flesh, our body is corrupt. But when we get saved, our soul, our spirit our mind and our hearts, God can work through that and it could be a transformation from the inside out. Shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then verse eight, look, look, look at this here. You talk about mental illness, you talk about the mindset of a person who uh, is, is going through circumstances that they can't control or whatever the case may be. For the believer, look what we have. Finally, brethren, 
whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Equip yourself with this mindset. Think on these positive, spiritual, godly things. Those things which we have both learned and received. Now, we go to church so we can be around others who are learning the same thing, the, the same Bible scriptures that we, we all read, and, and God will he, will, he will give you this understanding and this wisdom to deal with this. You said today, Brother Mike, that in your past line of work, you didn't know that you were dealing with such unclean spirits or such a spiritual issue. So, so there's things that we, we can learn. Those things which we have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. At our church, Valor Ministries, we focus on the Apostle Paul and the message that Jesus Christ gave to him, which is for today. So he says, the things that you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. Do it. Just like Nike, do it. And the God of peace shall be with you. That's for the believer. For if you're not saved, Matthew 11, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, Jesus says, come unto me. We talked about that when we saw how in Mark, that guy with the unclean spirit, he was hurting himself, cutting himself. He was crazy. He ran to Jesus and worshiped him. Jesus says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. There's so much we have to learn. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Learning this information. That's why this podcast is so important. And I thank you, Brother Mike, for joining with me to put this podcast together because people can actually learn in the privacy of their own homes or at work or when they're driving. The last encouragement I'll give is Psalms chapter 34, verse 17 through 19. David says, the righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save it such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. No, that's powerful stuff, man. That that's I think this is such a this is such a good topic. Do you got a couple minutes? What time do you gotta go? I gotta I gotta leave in about five minutes. Five, okay. ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, no, this is this is such an important topic. And I hope people who are listening to it now, I I hope it 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 helps them and steers them in a, in the right direction like it did for me, you know? Cuz it, it you know, you um my wife, the church, you guys really changed my life for the better and 
and I want that for everybody, especially my, my, you know, my brothers and sisters in law enforcement and first responders and military. And, and, you know, it's, it's not, you know, I just know that they're hurting because I was hurting when I was working and, and I know they were hurting because we had conversations every day, you know, everyone's hurting and, and, and this is, this is a solution, you know, it really does help. And I, I hope, I hope they hear this, mm-hmm. you know, and I think you, you brought up a really good point. Um, just a little bit ago, you said that, you know, you, you, you were saying that this podcast is, is perfect for the ones that, um, you know, just to, to, to learn on your own, to listen in your, your car, your personal space, right. It's just you and the radio or whatever in the, in the, in the, in the car, you could listen to on the way to work. Right. I think one of my big problems was you're almost, and it's, it's, it's what this whole podcast started out today on was pride. Right. And I think it's very prideful when you, you, you have a stereotype in your, in your head of a Christian, right. Christian movies, they're lame. Christians, they're, they're lame. They don't have fun. Right. So I think a lot of people don't want to be that. Right. So you know, I think I think you're spot on with this podcast is so important to me and, and I want to share it with others because you just start listening to this stuff on your own. You know, you're not, you don't have to impress anybody just because you you say you're a Christian or you want to read the Bible. It doesn't mean you have to go out and preach it to everybody. Right. You can start off small. Just just yeah. listen to the podcast. Just read That's some right. scriptures. Get yourself a baby Bible like I did. And if you don't understand like the King James version, I still don't understand what I'm reading half the time. Right. So, so start off with a a Bible that's, you know, has, has easy words to understand. At least it just gets you in and do it on your own. You don't have to, you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Because just do it, do it in private. And then you're going to do it so much that you're, you're going to want to tell people. (laughs) <laughs> right. The, the more we do this podcast, you know, even when I first started going to church, I was more of the silent type telling my friends. I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want people to look down and be like, oh, you're lame. Now you're going to church. You were never a, a godly person. You know, you were the one that had the worst mouth out of all of us. And now look at you, you know, and you know, so, it's really, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I just encourage everyone to, to just take that little leap and, um, little baby steps, right? Just baby steps. Read, read a verse a day, read, um, and listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Just do a little, right. Mm-hmm. What I want to say on that. Yeah. Kind of speaking, like speaking to my, my friends and family and brothers and sisters in law enforcement who, who don't believe or haven't, yeah. or haven't read the Bible, right? Just try it. If I can add anything with that is, if you take one small step of faith, God will take two towards you. God will give you more light. If you can respond positively to a little bit of light, the truth is light. God will give you a little bit more and you, you will want more and he'll, he'll go at your pace. It's important to know that he loves you, he understands you, and he knows those who are headed in his direction or seeking him, you know, and, and how many times, how many scriptures had the word learn in it? 
Did you notice that at the end? No, I didn't, but... Well, Jesus said in Matthew 11, come and learn of me. And then we also read at that last part with uh, the one that Paul talks about, he talks about learning. He said, what you have learned, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. That verse, and then also Matthew, had the word learn. The more you learn about the Lord, the more you learn about the Bible, the more your faith will grow. And I just think that's what you're saying. Amen. I think yeah, that's what yeah. you, you're saying. That faith will, if you start with a podcast and, you know, listen to the scriptures that we're quoting, go back and read them, you know, your faith will grow. And like you said, get 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 a Bible. We prefer the King James, but, you know, if you get any yeah. other one, grab it and we'll call us, email us, we'll help you. You know, you'll see that the KJV, it, they think it's hard, but it really... A sixth grade level, and it, it explains a little bit better than the these other versions. It, that's kind of weird. That's a whole other podcast. Well, now but, I feel stupid. If it's sixth no, grade no, level no, no. and I don't understand it, now I feel stupid. No, no, I feel stupid. With certain scriptures, the KJV is simpler. I'll give you a quick example. The Bible says, Jesus says, follow me. Another version might says, imitate me. Yeah, yeah. Anybody can follow, but to imitate, that's more difficult. Yep. And there's a whole lot of different things, but start with a Bible and kind of start there, but then we'll get to that KJV and you'll yep. see that, man, it's... You got it's, a minute? You got one minute? I, I got to grab ahead. something real quick. I want to show it to you. Hang on one okay, second go ahead. here. Go ahead. Um, just This was a gift given to me mm-hmm. um, when I when I was... Um, on leave from work, it was actually a close coworker who became a friend. Um, and I, awesome guy, helped me throughout this whole the whole deal. Um, he gave me this, so I don't know if anyone could see it. Jesus always embracing joy in His presence. Okay, so this is it's just a book of passage, a daily book of passages, and okay, I don't even know. I, I haven't looked at it in a while. I'll be honest because I, it, I, I, gra- I would say I, I graduated into <laughs> um, reading the Bible and going to church and stuff. Right. But this was before my Christian, my Christian walk. That was um, your startup, your startup kid. Yeah, it, it, I, I want to say, and I don't really remember. I, like I said, my mind was a fog then. I don't know if, if Tiff was going to church yet. I don't know if she met you yet. This was kind of in that time where maybe she just started going to church and, and doing her own research. But this book was given to me mm-hmm. um, by my friend and coworker, and it really—it's just daily. You you look up the date. So like today, we would look up November seventh, and what oh, is like it? a devotional, a devotional book. Yeah, so you look up December or November seventh, and what does it say? November third, fourth, fifth. Um. Yeah, so I you know I. I think it's the author writing, you know, each, each day has enough trouble of its own, a logical implication of this truth. Yeah. So it's not Bible, but it has the Bible verses at the bottom where the author came up to the conclusion. So yeah, daily devotional thing or whatever, but you know what? It, it helped me dip my toe in and I read it every day, just knowing or not knowing anything, just like, you know what? I need encouragement. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think that is what got me to listen to my wife and say, come to church. (laughs) I'm like, fine. 
fine, you know, but it was a step. It's a stepping stone, right? So if anybody, if any of my friends are listening to this, um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure the guy that gave it to me won't mind if I give it to you or anybody Mm -hmm. else, you know, because it it served its purpose, I think, right? And hopefully it'll serve for someone else um, just to dip your toes in. So if anybody's listening to this, wants this book, please reach out. I'll give, I'll give it to him. Okay. We got a ton of Bibles around here too. So uh, <laughs> Tiff's always buying Bibles and, and um, you know, so we got extra Bibles. So if somebody wants a Bible, um, just let me know. Amen. No charge. No charge. No charge. Free. You want to end us <laughs> in prayer or you you want me to? No, and see, we talk about dipping our toes in. I'm, you know, I'm not ready for that yet. So right. this is... <laughs> I got you. I got you, yeah. brother. <laughs> Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time in your word. We thank you for giving us some light on this issue of mental illness, uh, the, the effects of sin, uh, things that we can, well, most importantly, what you have done for us and how you are the solution. You are the way, you are the truth, you are the life. None can come to the Father except through you. And it was a one, wonderful thing what you did for that man who was hanging around the cemetery and cutting himself and He had an unclean spirit, and it was wonderful how you delivered that man, how you cast that evil spirit out. Today, if a person hears the gospel, believes it, and the gospel is that you came to earth, you died on the cross for all of our sins, you were buried and you rose again on the third day, if they believe that message, your Holy Spirit will enter in, kick that, it will kick that unclean spirit out, and we will be sealed with your Holy Spirit forever. And when it comes to mental illness, if we can pray, if we can bring all these issues that we experience, the things that we encounter, things that could affect us, if we can come to you with prayer, present it as a a request and the supplications, your word tells us that you will give us this peace that surpasses all understanding. And we could think on those things that we read about, the things that are pure, things of good report. And we can think on those things and we can have a renewed mind and we can make it through each and every day. Lord, you are our source. You are everything for us. You are our everything. We ask everything in Jesus' name. And we said together, amen. 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 All right. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. Have a good one. Drive drive safe today at work. I will. I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Be blessed.